I'm Jamelyn Stephan, and this is Want to Wanted, episode number 54, What If It's Pain Either Way? Welcome to Want to Wanted, a podcast for women of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, who are ready to ignite not only their sexual desire, but all of their desires to create a more fulfilling life and marriage. I'm Jamelyn Stephan. I'm a certified life coach, a wife, and a mother of seven children. I'm excited to share my personal journey to desire with you and teach you how to desire more as well. Hello, happy Tuesday, if you're listening to this on the day it's released. If I put it out when I should, as you know, a couple weeks ago, I forgot to put my podcast out on Tuesday, but welcome to the podcast today. I hope you're having a fantastic day. I know that the title of this podcast, Pain Either Way, sounds a little depressing, but I think this is so good to talk about because it kind of piggybacks on last week's episode about the river of misery. So let me just kind of start talking to you about it and see if it sounds a little better by the end for you. Often when I'm coaching my clients, they find themselves in situations that feel really uncomfortable and even really painful for them. And they're, they're struggling with something in their life. Maybe they're struggling with their weight or their gray hair or their overall body image. And even though they're sick of hating themselves, they feel really stuck in it. Or some people spend their days criticizing every bit of food that enters into their mouth. Just It's just judgment all day about what a terrible eater they are. And they feel awful all the time. Some people hate their house. They hate the paint, the cabinets, the flooring. They just hate it. And they wish they could just wave a magic wand and have it just like they want it. Or I have some clients who are really struggling with a certain child in a relationship with a certain child. So they're in pain of some kind, as we all are for a variety of reasons. Now, some of them are stuck in this pain because they genuinely cannot see a way out of it. But often what I see and what I know for myself is that what they're looking for is a solution that isn't painful. They want a solution to their problem that is easy and comfortable. It's good for everybody. It just feels amazing. That's what they want, but this is not always possible. So let's take, for example, someone who hates their kitchen. It's really cramped. Whoever put the dishwasher where they put it, it's such a bad idea. The door doesn't open the whole way. They hate their oven mounted in the wall, whatever, right? They have all these reasons why they just hate their kitchen. So I may be coaching with them and they might say something like, I just, you know, wish I could renovate. And so I'm like, well, why don't you renovate your kitchen? And this is something that they would say back. Well, I actually would love to renovate the kitchen, but to do that, we'd actually have to put aside money for the whole next year to make that happen. Like we'd have to wait a whole year, maybe not even go on one of the trips that we had planned. And it also means that I'm still going to have to live in this kitchen for a year. Plus, have you ever lived through renovations? The whole house is going to be a mess. And how do I cook for my family? Like eating out is expensive and it's just going to be terrible to live without a kitchen for the time that is being renovated. Okay, so they hate their kitchen. It's painful, but they don't want to do anything about it because it doesn't sound any better to do something about it. And what I often have to ask them is, what if it's going to be painful either way? What if no matter what you choose, there's going to be some discomfort or pain? Because they can keep their kitchen as it is and live with the discomfort of its cramped space and poorly placed dishwasher. Or they can decide to renovate and live a little tighter for a year and then live in the renovations for a few weeks. Both sound unappealing, probably, 
But one of those painful choices actually gets them closer to what they really want. So when I tell people that some things are just painful either way, what it does is it stops them from looking for a painless solution. Because let's face it, your brain is awesome at problem solving. We have fantastic problem solving brains. And if there genuinely was a completely painless solution, you would already have it because your brain has been searching for it. So it actually stops people from looking for a painless solution when I tell them, what if it's possible it's just painful either way? And then when they accept that, no matter what, it's going to be uncomfortable, then they're not stuck anymore because they can start moving forward and make a decision and pick their pain. Knowing it's pain either way actually frees them up to choose instead of staying stuck and confused about what to do. So I encourage them to look at their painful, uncomfortable option and decide which one gets them closer to what they actually want. So once this client realizes that they can choose the pain they're currently living in and their kitchen will stay the same forever, or they can choose to save the money and live in the renovations for a time, but they will have the kitchen they want in the end. And suddenly it's easier to make the choice. This is what I want to point out today. It's what I want you to understand. It may be painful either way. Recognize that some pain probably is pretty useless pain. And some pain actually gets you closer to what you want. So pick your pain. But I recommend that the majority of the time, you pick the pain that gets you closer to what you want. Now, last week, we talked about living in the pond of misery and discontent versus deciding to step into the river of misery. Either option is painful but one of them gets you closer to what you want. It's pain either way. So which pain are you going to choose? The stagnant pond or the river that moves you closer to what you want? I've coached many women who are considering leaving their marriages. And they're in a really tough spot because their current marriage is painful. But divorce is painful as well. Their current marriage is painful, but they know that The work it's going to take to actually turn the tide in their marriage is going to be painful. Again, they're often looking for the solution that isn't uncomfortable, and so they stay stuck. But once I point out that it's pain either way, you can stay in this marriage as it is, which is painful, or you can do the painful work of going to couples counseling and being willing to look at, you know, how are you contributing to this problem and doing the really hard work of changing how you feel about your husband right? Like it's pain either way. So which pain do you want? Or you can go through the painful process of divorce instead of staying in your painful marriage. Which choice, which pain gets you closer to what you really want? I actually don't know what the right answer to this is because I have had clients who literally turn their marriages upside down and find happiness they never had imagined. And I have clients who just choose to stay and try and make the best of it. And I've had clients who choose the road to divorce and All of these choices are so courageous because they are all painful. Another big thing I see in my coaching practice is when someone feels like they need to have a hard conversation with someone they love. Having a hard conversation is painful, but so is living with this. So can living with things as they, but so is living with things as they are. So I had a client who was telling me how she really wanted to talk to her husband about money and about their money situation but and how they wanted to handle things going forward but doing that meant that 
he was probably going to get upset. She was worried that she was going to get upset. She was like, we don't often see eye to eye on this kind of stuff. I don't even know if we'll be able to come up with a solution in the end. And so maybe it's just best to leave things as they are. But at the same time, if I leave things as they are, I just am so sick of constantly running out of money, living paycheck to paycheck and feeling so nervous about our future. Like, are we even going to be able to retire? Okay. When I pointed out that no matter what, it's going to be painful either way. Suddenly, my client felt like she had the courage to take the pain that moves her closer to what she wants. Now, I know she's going to be very thoughtful about this conversation that she's going to have with her husband, and she's going to try and do the things that will help her show up good and make the possibility of this conversation going well higher. But now she has the courage to move forward toward what she feels will benefit her life more because she recognizes that she's just picking her pain. And she wants to pick the pain that gets her closer to financial security. Now, there will be times when you look at a situation and where you wonder if you should have a really hard conversation with someone. And you're going to realize that if it's going to be painful either way, that not having the conversation actually gets you closer to what you really want. Because you're going to realize that what I really want is to be loving to this person and compassionate and accepting and that by having this hard conversation, I'm actually not going to be preserving that relationship like I want to. And that relationship matters more to me than my current discomfort. So just know when you realize it's pain either way, sometimes the choice that gets you closer to your highest priority is going to be keeping things as they are. When I have a client who has been using sex as a way to try and keep her husband happy, she is usually not happy about it because she usually feels like her own sexual desire is low and she usually resents her husband a little bit or a lot, which is probably why her sexual desire is low. And so as we talk about other options that she could employ to help drop that resentment and possibly increase her desire to be intimate with her husband, she will often come back to me with this. He's going to be so bad. I don't keep doing what I've been doing. Again, it's pain either way. You can resent him or he can resent you. That's what it feels like. That's what the choice feels like. Most of the women are ones who kind of privately seethe and privately resent, whereas their husbands are usually more vocal and cranky, right? And so it has felt like the better pain to pick. But again, these women have to decide what they want more. If they want a marriage where their sexual relationship is about both of them, not just their husband, and it's not a sexual relationship that's trying to manage other people's emotions, they're going to have to change the cycle of the sexual relationship. And that is going to be painful and uncomfortable. But here is something to note. Oftentimes, not always, but oftentimes, if you keep things the same, the pain will remain the same. If you pick a different pain that is moving you closer to what you actually want, the pain will decrease over time and most likely disappear. So if you change the cycles in your marriage by changing your side of them, it's going to be painful at first, but over time, it will become your new normal and be comfortable again. Just like when you start to eat differently, it's painful to begin with, but the longer that you do that, the less painful it gets until it is your new normal. Something else that I feel like I have gone back and forth on for myself is sometimes enforcing rules or expectations in my home. We have a rule that my kids have to turn their phones in at night. 
and I keep them plugged in in my room. It's actually not a really painful rule until I have a kid that pushes back against it. And then I have to decide how hard I'm going to push back. And sometimes I just feel so tired. Now, it's not really because I get a ton of pushback about turning in their phones, but it's more things like, why right now? I'll bring it up in 15 minutes, right? So I'll go to bed and I'm just counting on them bringing it to me in 15 minutes or or I'll have other nights where I'll go to bed and realize I forgot to collect their phones, right? But the 15 minutes passes or I realize, oh, I forgot to ask for their phones and I'm warm in my bed and I'm almost asleep and I don't want to get out of my bed to go collect phones. But I also know that to not get up and to leave the phone is another painful choice because then I'm going to tell myself what an irresponsible mother I am. I'm going to be in and out of sleep, always thinking, what are they doing? What are they up to? I'm going to worry about, you know, what they've seen on their phone when I was in bed and what trouble they may have got themselves into because I didn't get up and get their phones. Now, I admit, as I'm saying this, this maybe is a bit dramatic and maybe I'm a little over the top with the whole phone thing, but I just wanted to illustrate how things as simple as household rules or chores or expectations often put us in a position as parents where we have to pick our pain. I can clean the bathroom myself, or I can take the time to teach my kids how to do it. It takes a lot of time sometimes. It can be super frustrating to do this. If I clean it myself, it's done quickly. But it also means I'm always going to have to do it myself. If I teach them how to do it, it's going to take longer. It's going to take more time. But they can do it on their own eventually. Pick your pain. Some days you may choose to do it yourself. Other days, you may choose to teach them so that you don't always have to do it yourself. Neither really is like the right or wrong answer. But again, I do recommend that more often than not, you pick the pain that gets you closer to what you really want. Many of you out there are people pleasers. You have stuffed your own desires down in favor of striving to make everyone else happy. And I'm really not talking about this as a noble thing, right? You've done it so that you can feel good about yourself and so that you never really have to own up to what you really want in this world. People-pleasing is a really painful choice to make all the time. It keeps you from knowing who you really are and what really matters to you or what you even want in the world. But not people-pleasing is also a painful choice. People like people-pleasers. We all like people-pleasers because they facilitate us getting what we want. So when a people pleaser stops pleasing others around them, other people don't like it very much. And that is hard on the people pleaser. It's also uncomfortable to have to look within, see what you actually really desire, and then speak those words or go out and try and get what you really want. It feels vulnerable and scary. Not knowing what you like, what you want, what you desire, that feels terrible. And so many of my clients talk about how they hate not knowing themselves or not even knowing what they want. That is painful. But they also know that to allow themselves to desire or to even consider what they would possibly want or to go out and do the hard work of figuring out what they want is going to be uncomfortable and painful as well. But if you want to know yourself and live your best life, you're going to have to pick that pain eventually. If you are someone who is working on desire, I want you to know that often you are going to be in situations where it's painful either way. But as you keep pushing through and working with the discomfort of coming to know yourself, it will become more comfortable and less painful. So when it comes to desire, pick the pain that will bring you closer to knowing yourself and being yourself. 
sometimes life gives us situations where it's pain either way. I hope you can start to recognize these situations in your own life so you can stop feeling stuck because you're, you're going to stop looking for the painless solution and you're going to just start making choices. Pick your pain. But please, if you can, more than 50% of the time, pick the pain that will get you closer to what you want. If you do that, you will find life is much less painful and much more fulfilling. I promise. See you next week. Thanks for listening today. If you like what you hear on the podcast and you'd like to learn more, feel free to head over to my website, jamelinsteppincoaching.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at jamelinsteppincoaching.com.